Million and One Topics. We're your hosts, Aaron Tui and Austin Jury. Today's episode, we will talk about some current events and especially the new coronavirus vaccine that is about to be released. I believe it's SARS COVID 19. SARS COVID 19. Yeah, whatever. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Whatever test you can get, <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, so you heard on USA Today that they are going to be releasing it next week? No, no, I didn't say that. What I said is it could be as early as, as early, yeah. six days from now. Okay. Um, I guess it goes to the FDA testing where like the, the FDA board, who knows? I don't know. I'm not the scientist um, or politician. They get together and they decide if what they've got so far is going to be approved for the public under like emergency conditions. And then... If it's approved Friday, like, or I'm sorry, Thursday afternoon, it's literally, it's going to start, it, it, uh, it's going to ship immediately from, you know, probably a proximity thing to wherever it's being distributed or uh, manufactured, sorry. And then you can, people, people will have it in their arms if it gets approved Thursday on Friday, guaranteed. Yeah. And it's mainly going to go to like high risk individuals, elderly people, stuff like that. So it'll be a while until you and I. Or if you've got a ton of money, I'm sure those people are yeah, going to get it first. Yeah, million dollars, you can get that too. Yep. Um. But in some weird current events that have been happening, there have been some posts you may recently have seen of an obelisk showing up in Utah, out in the middle of nowhere, um, and then disappeared. And also in Romania, it Was disappeared it as well. Twelve foot tall structure that I guarantee just some dudes are like, "Hey, you know, it'd be hilarious yeah. if we made a twelve foot tall just thing of metal, dropped it in the middle of nowhere, and then at one point in the middle of the night just, just picked it up. It. Yep, yeah, just picked it up." Yeah, uh, probably the same guys that make crop circles. Well, because the, the same people are freaking out because then one just imagine the, the the same structure <gasps> and I'm doing monster air quotes appeared in Romania, yeah, um, which is code for the, the clever people did it in Utah. And the then, internet exists, and then the so. absolute trolls in Romania were like, "Hey, we can replicate that because yeah. they look different too. It's definitely right. not the same one, yeah, um, construction and like finishing and everything." So it's just absolutely priceless that somebody decided to go in Romania to be like, hey, you know, you're hilarious. People think this is aliens. The same thing. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do this too. But also the internet exists and people can contact people from Utah to Romania and be like, hey, let's do this in your country and then do it in mine. Yeah. So we'll see one in Australia situation. next week. I'm yeah, sure. probably. Just, just wait. Yeah. Just wait. Or New Zealand or somewhere goofy. And uh, speaking of the United States, just the United States, officially, finally, what, um, exactly a month and three days uh, Biden has officially been named the 46th president, uh, elect, of course. Um, uh, his inauguration is January... 2nd. No. 21st. 20, 2020, Second. something like that. We do research. January uh, 20, close enough. <laughs> yes. Or the... January 2001, final answer. 2001? 2021, <laughs> final answer. Um, yeah, so that's big news, and of course Trump is still... Refuting it, even though all the lawsuits have been dropped, everyone said, hey, you know, uh, Biden is the president. He's won all the electoral votes officially, even in Georgia. Well, so. what he's doing now is he's pardoning everyone. He's yeah. pardoning, like, everyone. All anyone, the anyone he can think of. Um, which I, I don't I don't fully, I mean, I understand how it works, and that the president's allowed to do that. Right. But, I, I, you know, there's there, there's people that care, people that don't care, and he's like, he's, but I guess my big thing was he just elected, or appointed, I'm sorry, he didn't elect, but he appointed all these Supreme Court justices, mm -hmm. and there's no – he picked people who would, he felt would side with him 100% of yep. the way, like if there's going to be a recount or if they're going to like institute like some like martial law or some kind of crazy like dictatorship nonsense. He thought these people were going to side with him, and all these people he just appointed are like, 
we're not gonna do that crazy orange man yeah. with small hands like sorry right. like that's unconstitutional exactly so it's crazy to think that like not saying people were fearful of this guy but i definitely think people were because if you know you appoint people who you think are going to side with you whether it was like you know the biggest like ha, gotcha move in the history of politics but now they're all like oh no orange man you are out so we're not gonna agree with anything you say psychopath yeah it definitely is the definition of backfiring on him and my favorite part is the fact that um the kentucky senator turtle man um oh master of disguise Yes, Mitch McConnell. Yep. He, back when Obama was um, president, he was like, we are not to elect someone until the election for the, uh, the Supreme Court because, you know, that might be unfair. And then come having a Republican president who he sides with, he's like, oh, we need to appoint someone now before the election. And it's just... It's total bullshit. Total fucking bullshit. It's a great Mitch McConnell voice. You should you uh, should send him an email and, that, and say, hey, Mitch, I'm a big fan of your work. <laughs> um, here's what I think of you. Turtle, turtle. Turtle, turtle. Uh, um, so to go back on our current events, but also the vaccine, too, I mean, you had a fever, what, for four yes, days? Yes, I got super duper, 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 duper sick. Um, it was two weeks ago, 15 days ago. Um totally fine business as usual and then i woke up the following sunday the following morning just sick, sick as can be like super high fever like 102 some odd degree fever like aches pains like the works there was no like warning signs and i'm like oh boy here we go like i have covid it's like, time oh it's yeah it's go time um but for that sunday monday tuesday wednesday even into thursday like afternoon early evening i was like real sick had a mm. fever the whole time um uh it was an absolute fiasco i'll say to get tested um between feeling sick needing to leave the house like driving like finding a place that had a test having to wait inside outside in your car get a test is it the right test is this gonna you're yeah it's it's false it's negatives a, it, yeah it's it's a disaster and then to be in a have thanksgiving so it fell, so I got tested originally on Wednesday, then had a second one set up for the Friday because everything's closed on Thanksgiving. Then it took five full days for me to get my results back, um, which I unfortunately had to return to work before then. But I met their company's policy, which we won't get into that, but I met the company policy of the Mac or the minimum days for quarantine um, they recommend. So I decided to come back with, you know, got results, they were negative, hooray. Good Thank for me, you. I guess. Um, and everyone else, but it, it's just an absolute disaster where we live to get tested. Um, yeah, we have the, we're our county. I don't know if it still is. Ohio but it was, was the sixth, um, six most cases per day yeah. in the country. Um, I mean, more than it was like Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, um, California, uh, New York. No, 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 no. We were above California, New York. Uh, oh, wow. It was like then it was. There was another random one that no one think of, like North Dakota or something. Um, and uh, another. There's like a couple goofy states in there, but we were basically top five, six. Yeah. And we live in the densest or the highest rate for COVID infections per day in yeah. the state. Yeah, we live in, well, I live in, and we both work in the state capital um, for Ohio. County. Yeah, Franklin County, Columbus. And it turned purple there for a while. I haven't checked recently, but Doesn't it was matter. purple. Yeah, and it was pretty bad. But, yeah, lo and behold, Thanksgiving was very weird this year because our one of our coworkers 
she started exhibiting symptoms. Then someone who we won't name rhymes with Boston Burry uh, shared a fork with her, and then he got sick. And I was like, oh, this is this here's, is not a good thing. Here's for any for any virologists <laughs> or immunologists who listens to this. Here's here's the dealio. Here's how this goes down. Right. So we had an associate. So you don't you don't talk to someone and then the next day immediately get sick with what they have. It's no. just not how it works. No. There's like a gestation period. There's time for it to like incubate and two grow. Two to three days typically. Yeah. Correct. This was A, not in two to three days. It was at, at most, at most, it was 36 hours. Oh, at okay. most. See, that's not at, what I understood. At most, 36 hours. Um, and, and the thing is, is the symptoms we both had were completely different. Yeah, that's true. She never really had a fever. Yeah. Correct. So the symptoms we both had were completely different. I was just making um, a joke. But <laughs> yeah. No, but it was there was another associate who had a medical emergency in the store. Right before um, that, yeah. Shortly before that. And I was the one who ended up helping him. And neither of us had masks on. Not saying it was he had it existing and then I got it. Because we developed symptoms within 12 hours mm -hmm. of each other. He called off work on Saturday uh in the afternoon and you were late morning early afternoon kind of friday and then nope and then sunday i went full monty with no yeah. pre-existing symptoms he worked friday called off work saturday i felt fine saturday was dead to the world on sunday so, so you for, on friday you came in to work and you were like saying you were kind of snotty and like had a headache and stuff like that no i was i'm just covid paranoid yeah just like uh every like i, I stubbed my toe is it covid yeah my toe hurts is, oh. is that covid oh i get it um, i have health anxiety yeah, i get it <laughs> yeah that's that's me but yeah. we had almost identical symptoms versus mm -hmm. i had a headache and he had a sore throat but otherwise yeah. we had fever seven of like the 10 covid symptoms but neither of us lost taste or smell and then we got over it about the same time as well yeah you so. guys came back about the same time which is good yeah, and his the coworker's medical emergency didn't have to do like it was completely unrelated or Correct. seemingly yep. to he he has a condition so you know it was one of those situations but yeah because of all of this um, Thanksgiving was super weird I mean you canceled zoomed, yeah you zoomed with your family I did as well I don't zoom I Facetime well whatever <laughs> because my parents are close to seventy years old they live in Indiana and our county at the time was purple we thought you know. This is not a good idea. So Ain't I cooked my own meal. nobody going nowhere. Yeah, I cooked my own meal for myself. Had tons of leftovers. Uh, my parents cooked their own meal, and we sat and zoomed and ate together. Um, and you know, it was weird. It was super weird, but we're thankful to have. You know, we live in this time where we can do stuff like that. Technology. Excuse me. Technology is just. It wasn't like you just have to call your family. And you're like, oh man, I really miss seeing you guys. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I, I really, I wish we'd be together. I did the same thing where it was like one o'clock in the afternoon. FaceTime called dad, aunt, grandma, sister, stepma, everyone, you know, got in on it. Um, and my sister and I both agreed, like, well, that was a really pleasant way to do the holidays because yeah. at any point you just be like, and I'm done with that interaction. <laughs> um, and then you're not like spending hours driving or hundreds of dollars flying mm -hmm. and like you're, you're stuck with those people and it's just super uncomfortable. And it's, I know it's a lot of family. Some people are like, I really love my family and I don't get to see them very often, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, I love my family too and I like willingly don't see them very often. Um, well, and for you, your sister lives like... Sister now lives in... California? San Bernardino County, I believe. Yeah. Um, my dad lives in the western suburb of Chicago. My grandma is the closest family member in northeastern Ohio, like almost four hours away. Um, my biological mom lives in Florida, Tampa, and then my aunt lives in Pennsylvania. Yeah, so everyone's That's how we're everywhere. Super that, close. It's right. super convenient to get everyone together for the holidays. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's it does make things easier, and you know having that excuse with COVID is really nice. 
Um, and now because we're not, we're unsure, even though we said, you know, the vaccine is going to be released to high risk individuals or rich people, uh, in the next, you know, potentially the next coming few days, there's still that, you know, unknown of when us healthy young people are going to get it. And so of course my mom has been freaking out over, oh, we're not going to be able to do Christmas and da 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 And I said, you know, that's not going to happen. Spring gonna... break is realistically canceled at this point. Yeah, um, yeah, So maybe. people are like, yeah, people are like, well, again, if depending, we get into, we'll get into the logistics of it, but things until May, like, might happen. Might. Because they're talking about how you're with identification and then you think about businesses and how they can identify. I mean, as weird as this is and, like, you know, like George Orwellian, that this is going to sound is they talk about the vaccine that most vaccines you have to get multiple injections, like multiple rounds. So if you get injected, let's say Friday, let's say, right, earliest day you could do, well, and then it might be another two or three months. And I'm sure they're going to say, oh, you got a, a round, you're okay, you're, 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 you know, you're good, right? Mm -hmm. You're not, you're not able to get it, or you're way less likely to get it. Um, but <laughs> my biggest thing is like, you have, we'll have this card, right? We'll have like a doc. It'll be like a document that'll say like yep. the thing like a social security card or it's passport. Proof that you it's like, hey, I've been I've been vaccinated. Here's mm -hmm. my card. Um, that will, without a doubt, be counterfeited. Um, I would assume oh, immediately. Yeah, um, by all the anti-vaxxers, they're just gonna be like, oh, well, if I can get this, then I don't have to get shot up with poison. Yep, I'll just print this off my nice printer and yep. call it a day. I would assume there's gonna be a watermark of some sort, but the, people aren't gonna be patient enough to check for that. Correct. And that's the thing is it's going to, and businesses are going to immediately, like I, if I would own a business, I'd say immediately, I'd be like, let me see the card. Let me see yep. your card. Just like, like checking IDs at the bar. And, Just it, like that. And, and it won't even be a, oh, I have a mask or oh, I'll wear a mask. It, it won't even be that. It will be a, you can't come in here unless you've been vaccinated. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is like businesses, for example, like the industry we work in, we'll, we'll, they'll, every business will allow masks for the rest of forever. Without a doubt, if you want to wear a mask at work for mm -hmm. in public for any reason at any point in time, yep. you you will be allowed to do that. Dress codes will change. I I guarantee it. If mm -hmm. not, it'll be a huge HIPAA violation. It'll be a big deal. Um, well, but in, in Japan, they they do that anytime. You know, common like, courtesy. Yeah, anytime mm -hmm. they have a, a the common cold. Yep. They they wear masks to prevent it. From Getting other people, people sick. Yeah. yeah, which is something. It's like the reverse mindset here in America where. People think the mask prevents them from getting sick. Barbecue, no. beer, and freedom, man. Yeah, it prevents it prevents you from giving it to other people. Yeah. That's what people don't like, grasp about masks. No. So with the vaccine, is people think, A, it's a catch-all. But the problem is, is even if you are vaccinated, will you still be able to carry it? Mm -hmm. Right? Will you still be able to, like, if you have COVID, I have a vaccine, I, can I carry it? No, show no symptoms, and then give it to other people? Like, there's, there's going to be a lot of, like, unknown territory. So the biggest thing will be is... Not only like for like travel, like do you have a positive or negative test within yeah. X amount of time? But if you don't have the vaccine, you may not be allowed to enter places. So and that will just it'll just be that cut and dry. Like, if you don't have yeah. it, you can't come in. Bottom yeah. line. So with vaccines, you, there is a two week in incubation period where with most vaccines anyway, where you get shot within two weeks. Yes, you may still be able to be a carrier. Um, and that's the big thing too. Like the first few days after a vaccine, sometimes you feel like crap because your body is learning to kill off the virus. So in a sense, that's, you know, why your body feels like crap when you actually are sick. It's trying to fight off this virus and this bacteria. So within those two weeks of getting immuno immunized, you can 
pass on a virus. After that, if the virus enters you, it is immediately killed within like a so amount of hours Great. because okay, your body will fight it off. So yep. yeah, um, that's how herd immunity works, and that's why so many of these anti-vaxxer people, I see anyway, in my opinion, to be extremely selfish because people like our store manager who have a one-year-old, she can't most likely won't be able to get the vaccine because she's too young. People yep. who have things that prevent them from getting vaccines, like disorders and syndromes and stuff like that. They need other people to get vaccinated. Well, vaccines so that, cause autism, so... I mean. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're kidding. Um, it's just, it's crazy to me, but these same people are the same people who aren't wearing masks, who don't understand that the mask is preventing them from spreading it to other people. So, it's just, it's a catch-all. You're a selfish person, you're not going to wear your mask, you're not going to get vaccinated. Um, and it just blows my mind. I actually read an article a few days ago that said, and this was very obvious to me, that people who are sociopaths are more likely to not get the mask and not get a vaccine because they don't care about other people. Well, there's there's not even sociopaths, but like even if you don't care, like every time somebody brings up COVID and like all the deaths and like regular population control, which we're not talking about, we're talking about the vaccine. But there's so many people who don't want it. Yep. They're like, I'm not getting. Like, I get, I get, I I understand anti-vaxxers like I, I understand that they're like mentally deficient as humans and that they like they have issues and this is my opinion obviously but like they're they're that's not the right move we have we have science that backs up you know and i know a lot of the people who are anti-vaxxers also have very strong religious beliefs yep. and they, they they correlate both you know god protect them keep them safe they don't need these signs and like i i'm if you want to believe that you are more than welcome right to. and i have like full like if you want if, if I believe the world is made of Cheerios and that the oceans are made of milk, I am... Well, the Earth's oh. flat, so... Well, that's true. Very, It's not very bull-like, though, and that disproves my Cheerio milk theory. Um, but you're allowed to believe that, and I'm yep. okay with you believing that. Freedom of thought. Yep. This isn't 1984. But if, for example, you're like, hey, I don't have the vaccine, and then want to complain when a business says you have to have the vaccine enter in yep. 2022 or to fly, and people throw a hissy fit, it's like, dude, but you... you people don't understand that it's their choice to do that and believe in that and that's okay but that's where i know the mental disconnect comes in yeah. with anti-vaxxers is but when they are discriminated against because they don't believe in the mm -hmm. science which mm -hmm. is okay and they're not even discriminated against in reality it's like no. if i have a business right if my business is you can come hang out and talk to me for 15 minutes and you yep. pay for that service if i say you can't come in here if you don't have a covid vaccine people say i'm discriminated against well it's my business no. it's my right to allow and grant access to whoever i'm like at any point in time for any reason <laughs> ask, these, ask these people who think they're being discriminated against. We've had customers at work. We've had customers at our other store, too. If you came in with the intention of killing someone, okay, do you think, or if another person came in with the intention of killing someone, do you think that person is being discriminated against for not coming, being able to come in the store because it's their God-given right to be able to come kill someone? Yeah, if, if, like, if, I, if I walked, if I stood in the parking lot and yelled, I'm going to come in there and murder X person. They're not going to let you in. They're not going to let you in. And Austin, do you wear your seatbelt? I do. It, it I protects do. you from flying through your windshield, right? I do. You, you also wear clothes I do. in stores. Yeah. I do. See, I do. Th there is no, the disconnect comes from that too because no shirt, no shoes, no service. Someone says that, they're going to be like, oh, sorry, you know, I'm an idiot. I didn't put my pants on today. Oops, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> forgot I wasn't wearing shoes before I left the house. Yeah. My bad. Like, it's not that. It's not that difficult. It's not rocket science. And 
our store, along with tons of other stores, groceries, ever, all businesses, are offering delivery. They're offering curbside service for freaking free. Like, if you need things and you think you're being discriminated against because you don't want to wear a mask, you're completely wrong. 100% wrong. Uh, and, and, and if you don't, if you think the same thing with not getting a vaccine, 100% wrong. Because it's, it's the, it is, they're, they're identical. Getting the vaccine and wearing a mask are, yep. are one and the same. And the vaccine is the end all be all and when in this situation. And well, my favorite part, I think, of the va- whole vaccine is people like don't know what's in it. Saw so a video today, it was a healthcare worker. Um, it was a healthcare worker who stated that we've spent years researching cancer, years researching age, years researching the common cold and have not developed a cure or any type of like um repeatable solution to these diseases and but they go but in less than a year we can have we have a vaccine for covid well um fun fact it's a it's a virus yep we already know how those work we already have the basis for coronavirus vaccines the common cold cannot be treated because it mutates so quickly. Yep. I could have a cold, that's why you give get, it to you, and you could give it back to me. That's why you get a flu shot. That's yeah. why you get the COVID vaccine. The is to prevent to prevent the, the, the ingesting, capturing, I don't know what that the medical ing- term is. What is it when you get, you catch it, you catch it? Yeah. What is it called though? What's the word um, I'm looking for? Like the scientific term. Yep. I, I can't, I can't think of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's why I felt dumb. <laughs> but I saw I saw something you you reminded me I don't know why I'm pointing at you so viciously but um, a lot of that time like I think it was the H1N1 vaccine took a, a long time to to get made um, a big reason why so many vaccines especially ones that are basic like chicken pox they started working on that when we were kids I'm sure you had the chicken pox didn't you sure. like the actual disease so did I they just came out with that vaccine really not that long ago. And the big thing for that is they have to build funding to get those vaccines made, to get all the research done, to study thousands of participants. And with this, all the money was already there because it got so bad. People were like, I'm going to, I'm going to donate as much money as I can. Huge emergency stimulus, biggest, some of the biggest stimulus bills countries ever seen go direct, directly to this. Yeah. Yeah, It's the, and then two from a, because we live in America and it's the greatest country on earth sometimes. Sometimes. um, uh, minus planned pandemic, you know, reactionism. Um, but you, when you have capitalism, you have companies like Pfizer, GlaxoSmithKline, huge, huge pharmaceutical companies and companies in general that want to create a vaccine. Mm-hmm. They want to find a cure for money, for monetary purposes. Yep. Currently, Pfizer is the one that's going to the FDA board, and it's like, oh, well, congratulations, dude. You're the one, like, their stock price just skyrocketed. And it's like, because they're going to make a gazillion dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, more money than you and I can even fathom they're about to make. And it's all because they were the first ones to get it done. Yep. So that, like, competition, that, like, the entrepreneurial, like, hey, we're going to make a, all the money in the world from this. Right. And what, save people. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to, like, they won. Like, it's yeah. like, so that that uh, that race is, is, is healthy and it's good. Albeit, I get the... And that's why the FDA's got to step in because they'd be like, we made it, we did it, cool, give it to everyone, and then it kills everyone. That's yeah. one thing. Um, but And there are people out there that think the FDA, FDA is bullshit, too. Like, oh, they're putting antibiotics in our chicken and stuff. <laughs> but it, it cracks me up, too, talking about the donations. The hypocrisy of, of it all this year, and this was already becoming a trigger word with, um, oh, my God, the little, the little Swedish girl who um, – Gertrude, we'll call her. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Oh, God, I can't think of her name. Anyway, this is already becoming a trigger word with her, but Bill and Melinda Gates. 
You mentioned Bill and Melinda Gates on any kind of social media and people freak the fuck out. They're like, oh, they're trying to rule the world and da da da. They live modestly. They are billionaires, but they live modestly. And they, because they donate all of their money to these organizations, and I'm pretty sure they donated a ton of money to getting this coronavirus vaccine. The terrorists. Yeah. It's just, who thinks the man who invented Windows computers, oh, that's a trigger word now. Like, people. Just, Windows, Windows 95, uh, just the eye starts twitching. <laughs> yeah, it just it blows, as we record this on a Mac, but it just blows my mind that people can get so triggered by stuff like that. And going about, you know, computers and stuff like that and talking about social media and sharing things on social media, it, it makes me laugh so much that these people will be like, these these vaccines are full of tra- tracking chips that are gonna, you know, give the government all my information to where I am. As they tape this on Facebook where they shared just last night, here with my beautiful wife, her full name, at this random restaurant at 6.08 p.m. Yeah. Click on the profile, you can see their full fucking name. You got their birthday. The, the license plate. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see everything. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's hilarious to me that they think this is going to be something. The people worried about the government tracking them uh, that you know about are the people that are beyond clueless. Yeah. You know, you see, every The government's so often, already tracking us. Every anyway. so every so often, yeah, you, yeah, if you watch, yeah, any, any document, yeah, the government knows where you're at. It doesn't matter. Sorry, guys. Jigs up. Um, <laughs> NSA's listening to this right now, real time. Um, hey, guys. But what happens is you see in the movie, see like that crackpot, right? Or what we consider like a crackpot. Who's like, he's like, take your phone out, throw it in the lake, like light it on fire, yeah. like destroy it, pillow he battery. Up. Some yeah. Underground and building. then yeah, and then he's like, he's like, get in quick. And then he like looks outside and he's like looking around. And then he's like, I gotta listen to my surveillance drones for a second. It's like those are the people that are like they don't have like electricity and like they live yep. off like generators. I and dated like, a guy like that. They don't have. They wanted like, to be like that. It, but like those are like those are the people that like really don't want the government to track them. Like we pay in cash. Like they don't go to the same store. They like burn clothes. They like move. It's just you know they try not to go in public. Like those are the people that are like the the real the real deals. So when it comes to um, you know people that don't want. A vaccine, it, it boils down to, well, is who's, you hear about the term Trump's America all the time. And it's it's a lot of the overlap of the people who, you know, I don't wear a mask because I'm a sheep. Yeah. I don't, this isn't my president. I, I'm not getting this vaccine. Um, it's all a way of the government to control us. It, it, not that this is going to create a divide and people are going to have to wise up or shut up, but it's, it's going to, it's going to create issues down the road. Yeah, and I know, you know, going along the same lines of, like, Trump supporters being anti-maskers. Not that all Trump supporters are anti-maskers or terrible people. Yeah, and I'm sure there are Biden supporters or people who are in the middle who are like like that, too. But when Biden got elected, when we first found out that, yeah, this is most likely, it's already official technically, um, that Saturday after Election Day, I saw tons of posts from my mom's, like, boomer friends that have friend requested me over the years saying, like, oh, this is the end. Wait, you know, this is 1984. This is George Orwell. Da, 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 da. You know, Biden's going to force us all to get vaccines. And I, there were so many people that I just wanted to comment. S- single word. Good. Good. Because that, not the 1984. That's not going to happen. But good. I hope he forces you all to wear, get a vaccine. Like, do you, did you not go to school? Because back in the day, you couldn't get into school without being vaccinated yeah you it's like hey do you have your shots great no get out and now it's to the point where so many people 
are somehow getting into school, like, it, that's become a thing where they're not forcing it anymore. It's it's really weird to me. I, I don't know when that happened. Well, and if you think about the vaccine, too, where, you know, the, we said won't get into population control, but when you talk about, like, the elderly and, like, the, the high-risk people that get it, you know, it, is, it, is it prudent to choose vaccinating, let's say, an 85-year-old, yeah. right, that's in a nursing home and that's, you know, end-of-life stages? Mm-hmm. Is it prudent to vaccinate them that lives in a nursing home with other high-risk people? Yep. Um, before someone like you or I, mm-hmm. right? That, that I mean, that's the big ethical argument we won't get into, but like, that's a thing where I see where you have a lot of people who are like, people want to, everyone wants to protect a human life, but not saying like rich people are more, have more important lives and poor people and whites and black and nothing to do with that. Yeah. But when you think of just age and like quality of life or like mm-hmm. potential, potential in life remaining. Right. An 85 year old mm-hmm. who may be number one on the list isn't, I, I don't feel personally like should necessarily be hey we're gonna put them with all the other 85 year olds who maybe they can't get vaccinated right yeah. or, you know what i mean right. it's just like it's a big gray area what about the young people at that facility mm-hmm. that take care of those people that can't get vaccinated because they're low on the list for yeah. example you know that's a whole nother well the whole, whole thing, thing with the elderly people especially not even the ones in retirement homes is that so a, a good example i love speaking in like examples like this but my senior year of high school 2009 we had people drop out left and right. We started out with 70 kids, ended up graduating with 58. Yes, I went to a tiny-ass county rebel flag fly in high school. Um, and so those 12 people that dropped out within the last, like, five months of our senior year, you think you put all this time and effort your entire life from age three... Well, I don't know if they put effort in at any point in time. Well, still coming out, coming to school, that sort of thing, to just completely ending it all when you had five months left to me, that's a big thing with the elderly is like, they've already lived so long. Why not protect them when they could potentially live another 15 years? You know, that sort of thing. That's how I see it. You get into the government, you get into the government, like subsidies and like welfare, Medicaid, you get into all that Mm -hmm. where if it's going to cost, you know, $50,000, $100,000 in medical bills for this person that's going to be paid for primarily by like taxpayer dollars, government, or subsidies, or whatever the case is, right? Mm-hmm. Even insurance, which is going to drive insurance rates up for younger people, it all gets covered somehow. Yeah. But I, my medical bills don't cost $100,000 in the last 10, you know, 10 years of my life, right? That if You just look at that, it's like juice versus squeeze type deal. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that we shouldn't protect the elderly and that people shouldn't get vaccinated. Yeah. Like, if that's vaccinated, fucking everyone. Let's Every go single, for it. Yeah. But if, if, if it, and I don't think this is an issue that's going to happen, because um, I want to talk about logistics of, like, the, the vaccination distribution as well. Yes. But I, I don't think it's going to be an issue of, like, you, you got to wait your turn, man. You're number 847,000th yeah. on the list. Like, that's not going to happen. They're going to make us sign up for a draft. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, get a, get a number. It's going to be a lottery system. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, ty- like rhetorically, like, hypothetically, like, you know, to, to engage listeners' brains and thought processes. And yeah. To challenge what is normal thinking. Exactly. But if you want to talk about the legit, well, I want to talk about the logistics, whether or not you do, Eric. Yeah. Um, the apparently, I'm not sure about this Pfizer one. I was pretty positive it's going to be a cold ship vaccine, mm-hmm. meaning it's got to be made under certain conditions. It's got to be held at a very cold temperature, and then it's got to be just up until basically the point of like inoculation has mm-hmm. to be a very cold temperature. You're looking it up. Yes, Perfect. yeah, because I'm, I'm not sure, too, if it's a living or a dead vaccine. I think I read that, but I can't remember. The But the whole premise with the temperatures is just one of the, the coldest vaccines that we've ever had to, I guess, make or ship. Mm-hmm. And the problem with 
shipping in general, as everyone knows, is if they ship, let's say, I want to send a box of chocolates to my grandmother on the other side of the country. You go to the UPS store, FedEx, whatever carrier you'd like to choose. You said, like, ship this, you put it in a box, boom, out it goes. Um, it ships, it might get hot, it might get cold, um, it might get tossed around a little bit. Um, there's also, but it, for the most part, it's going to get there in one piece, right? That's how most packages go around the country every day. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have information? On yes. It? So uh, apparently Moderna is also releasing, so Moderna and Pfizer. Um, they, the Pfizer vaccine has to be kept at minus 70 degrees Celsius, which is colder than the winter in Antarctica. Moderna has said that its vaccine needs to be frozen too, but only at minus 20 degrees Celsius, more like a regular freezer. So around zero degrees uh, Fahrenheit. Um, this is from NPR. So what that boils down to is, so that going back to you ship something around the world in the regular box, no problem, it gets there. That's the vast majority of packages. Yeah. To keep something, so they have to go, let's say, let's just pick some Kansas City, some mm-hmm. centralized location in the country. Mm-hmm. They make a vaccine. Anywhere close to them will be easier to get a vaccine than it will be for those. So the further away you are from where this distribution happens, the more difficult and the longer it will take to get it. That's just a statistic. Unless right. they're like targeting distribution of certain areas. That's what the U.S. <laughs> the Army's involved in the distribution, so you know it's going to get fucked up. <laughs> um, but it's, that's just going to add the complicated. But when you think about a semi or a, a trailer of some sort that's refrigerated, your refrigerated like produce trailers that go to grocery stores don't get cold enough. This yeah. is a specialized, so it's not a, oh, just get refrigerated trucks. Not the case. No. This goes colder than that. So you only have a small subsect of our <clears throat> um, like semis and like transportation in America, which is mostly semis over the road, mm-hmm. that can get this cold. So if you think 70% of all transportation is done by semis, mm-hmm. let's say, I, I don't know what the numbers are, I'm sure we can look them up, but let's say... 10% of that can be at this cold storage, right? Yeah. And then, oh, on top of that cold storage, the vaccines are only good for X amount of time or that they can only be shipped in certain numbers. So then these same trucks that can only go this cold might not be able to be full. Right. Um, and or if they live in a remote area that, let's say, major cities will probably get them before non-major cities. Mm-hmm. Um, higher population. So, yep, yeah. higher population, higher density, easier to administer. I'm sure they'll go to your CVS, your Walgreens. Everyone under the sun is going to have them after a while. Mm-hmm. But this initial wave for a couple months is going to be so spar- Like We think getting tested for COVID is tough. <laughs> the, yeah, the vaccine is going to be, a, I'll, I'll wait for six months until somebody calls me to say that they have COVID vaccines right. available. Well, they're trying, I know Pfizer is trying to be very, um, what's the word I want? They're, they're really trying to get ahead of the book of the game and produce enough so that that doesn't happen. Like, you know, there have been some years when the flu is really bad. Do they have 350 million vaccines ready to go? Because no, if no, they don't have they 350 don't. million no. vaccines ready to go, it, there's going to be a delay because they're going to they're going to go out, they're going to get used, mm-hmm. and it's just going to be a process. And yeah. then as, as second waves come, because second waves for inoculations are going to come while people still haven't gotten the first wave. Right. And then it's do we prioritize first wave? It, it's just going to be a whole rigmarole of mm-hmm. like just way to get it. But it, it's it's going to be. A very difficult distribution process. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, the, the, my my assumption is that they will use dry ice because uh, I just look. At, you know, I was just curious as to it because I, I I knew that's what they would use. But 
Um, dry ice, I mean, it's at 100 neg or 109, negative 109 Fahrenheit, which is negative 78 Celsius. I mean, that's cold enough to, to ship both vaccines. From How do they get it to other parts of the world? That's a good question. Because, I, don't know. I mean, I'm sure other countries are obviously trying to make vaccines mm -hmm. as well. But whoever does it first is going to like, hey, Control we've, refrigeration. we've got one that works, but that's just it. you got to get it on a plane, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever's going to happen, it's going to be manufactured overseas, yep. all right, which is a whole nother thing. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to ship them, right, that falls into a whole nother like ethical issue. Do you yeah. take care of the country that created it first or you're to the highest bidder? Because mm -hmm. the way a private company would work is highest bidder, fuck you, fuck everyone else, right? Well, I mean... American companies aren't the only ones ahead of the game with this. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying is the first approved, like, hey, we're giving this to people. Mm -hmm. if, if I'm in Turkey or Uzbekistan or Africa or a lot of, like, second, yeah. third world countries that don't have the means to develop a vaccine, mm -hmm. if one gets approved in the United States of America, they're going to be like, well, we'll buy that. Yeah. And that's going to be a huge thing. But mm -hmm. it's also like, hey, how do you get... So we have a great infrastructure for the most part in America in terms of like moving goods. How do you get a vaccine mm -hmm. to a third world country when it's 100 degrees there? Right. It's dry. How are you going to get it to that remote village of this remote yeah. part of the world? How are you going to do that? Yeah. And are, the, are those people just going to be like, you're so well? I mean, a lot of them don't get vaccines anyways, but it's like, you know. liquid nitrogen. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I, it's, I'm not saying it's like good or bad or yeah. wrong or something like that, but it's just a very interesting like – Everyone's like, vaccine, vaccine. It's, you don't just go down, bibbity bop down your local Walgreens and yeah. be like, shoot it's me up, be, doc. It's going to be slow, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they, I don't think, I, I honestly don't think the issue lies in getting it to overseas because there are going to be other countries that are going to produce it. Um, I mean, they, they have their own regulations as it is in some countries, not third world countries, but they have their own regulations, so they'll create their own thing. If we do end up shipping once we get our take, people taken care of, to other countries just to help out. I mean, there there are such things as, like, sealed liquid nitrogen that can... I mean, it gets liquid nitrogen. Um, its tip liquid point is three negative 300-some degrees Fahrenheit, so... We'll be able to ship, but that falls into cost. Mm -hmm. Then Not, not only the, yeah. ca the capabilities definitely exist, but then it falls into cost. And that's that's another factor. It's mm -hmm. not only the, 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 the actual, like, instrumentations exist to, like, ship it, but can... People, companies, businesses, cities, states, afford it. Yeah, yeah, that that definitely will boil down to the the ethics of everything. Whether you know is this going to be cost effective and still, but we still also need to save lives. So then that may also boil down to trigger warning, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates, people like them that can donate to help that cause. Yep. Um, yeah, so, is it going to be is going to be through insurance? Is because that's that's a whole another volume because most vaccinations are done through. Insurance mm -hmm. and primary um, care providers, correct? Right. Yeah. So if you don't have insurance, uh -huh. maybe you can't get them back. And then that's it. it look, it, it, I think it's going to in the next three months. I figure by March, Fe February at the earliest, March the latest, mm -hmm. you're going to have this huge wave of like because Biden will be in office. It will be the, the healthcare change. It's going. It's either going to happen or it's not. That's my prediction. Mm -hmm. I'm calling it right now. The huge healthcare have... change because what'll happen is they'll say you can't get the vaccine is going to be eight thousand dollars and mm -hmm. your insurance is going to cover ninety nine point nine percent of it. It's going to mm -hmm. be like great, you pay your copay. It's going to be they're going to either decrease something that like you know this is how it's going to happen, or there's going to be huge healthcare reform that happens. But people are going to get left out in the cold, I feel, mm -hmm. and it's going to be a large enough portion of the population. 
We'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah, I think it's... I don't know. Uh, did you have to pay to get tested? Not that I'm aware of. I haven't gotten any bills yet. Okay, but you had to use your insurance, yeah? Yeah, I used insurance. Okay. I just wondered how that worked because I have not been tested, but I heard some pl- people are having to pay like $100, which I don't know if I believe that. that yeah, to- you can pay out of pocket for a COVID test. Yeah. Yep. Maybe rapid test, rapid testing too. You, it, it, all the tests cost money. And even yeah. when I went to my this oh, urgent yeah. care, they're like, they're like, you have, they're like, you have really good insurance. And I was like, if you say so. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> thanks, random urgent care. Yeah. But it was like, great. So I think we have the same plan, so that's good. But but that's well, I don't know if it's because they have people coming that don't have insurance or that have like backwoods three dollar a month insurance to cover something. Yeah, um, I I don't know. I don't think Biden. I don't think the healthcare plan is going to change in that quick of time in two three months time. Um, But something's going to change. I mean, to be realistic here. Obama created a task force to respond to pandemics after H1N1. Um, he also created a handbook, his, his team created a handbook, to for the next president and people in office to be like, okay, this is what we need to do, this yes. is how things are going to go, look at, okay, the level is this bad, so we need to do these things. It's like a color by numbers playbook. Forgive me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong within the time frame here, but I believe within eight months of Trump's presidency... He fired that pandemic team. So, like, what, August of 2018 or 2016, um, he was advised to use the handbook when news got out from the CDC or from the WHO on December 31st of 2019. Hey, something's coming from China. This isn't good. His team said, hey, you need to look at this handbook. And he said, no, I'm not doing that. And things went horrible. And I think... Just knowing that he is going to be out of office when these vaccines really start being distributed, I think that will help in in yeah. some way. And and I think the you know when Biden is goes into office, you're you're gonna have like Trump is able to radicalize a large portion of the country, mm-hmm. um, some more so than others. Um, and look again, you can believe whatever you want, but like facts and like science and logic, kind of like Trump like make-believe and fantasy thoughts mm-hmm. so when you have people who are i don't wear a mask it's my right I, I, i'm not i'm not getting the vaccines like you're, you're allowed to do that right you're allowed to vote for whoever you want you're allowed to believe whatever you want you're yep. to do that um as long as it doesn't infringe on the rights of others and that's just what this is going to boil down to is where it's going to be a hey you don't have to get the vaccine you don't want to get the COVID vaccine no one's putting a needle in your arm no one's gun to your head needle in your arm like, no one's doing that mm-hmm. um but the fact that people are so radicalized and against it, and like we used to, I feel we used to be a community of like, we want to help people the country. You know, you help your neighbor. And I get there was always like bullying and like keeping up the Joneses and there's right. systematic problems in America um, that will exist for the rest of time. But there was never like ill will. Right. Or, well, let me rephrase that. There was a lot of ill will for race and religion <laughs> and everything like that. But I'm saying is like generally humans have become more like considerate and kind and like willing to help each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you have people screaming at other people because you won't wear a mask and it's like I, I you don't have to explain to those people um the biggest thing i say is now i just know if i should should it's worth my time to interact with the person mm-hmm. whether it's like oh that person's not wearing a mask period or correctly i'm just not gonna interact with them you are right. not it's like i know it's like a litmus test that you wear on your shirt and it's great and i love it and i'm not saying it's going to create a bigger divide mm-hmm. but the people that don't get vaccinated don't wear masks are going to be the outspoken ones are going to be the ones that yeah. ostracize themselves to where it's not, it's 
they feel that they're being discriminated against, but in reality, they're setting themselves apart from everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you're trying to say too, people feel like they are able to be more outspoken. And that's, I think a lot of that comes in part because of the internet. Um, because there are all these behind the keyboard warriors and I've been one of them when I feel like I am very outspoken of something, I'll comment and be like, you know, this is not how it works. And I try to be respectful. Not always. Um, so people feel like they can be, they've had this like quote unquote practice behind their keyboards of being able to fight with people. And now for me in person, I, I, I don't do that. But there are people that are going to be like, okay, I've been able to fight for myself for this long on Facebook or whatever. Um, I'm going to continue those those actions in real life. And so... Yeah, and it's it's not that it's not a good behavior, but... Well, it's not because it's not a good behavior. But th- the thing is, you know, they talk about walking softly and carrying a big stick. And that's where people talk about, like, civil war and crazy stuff happening is because that's just it. People get so... I, I, I can do whatever I want. The internet said I, I read all this, all this, all the fake news, all the mm-hmm. random articles. I read and it on Facebook, and, so it's true. Yeah, and just and people get so like you have entire generations of people, and albeit it's primarily ones that are I'm not saying middle aged. We're thirty at this point. Yeah. And but you, yeah, <laughs> I'm not yet. Yeah, a couple more days. <laughs> um, but you have generations that are I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it on a limb and say thirty six. Like Gen X, yeah. To, yeah, like the Gen X, which I'm going to just agree with you there because I don't know the dates quite yet. Um, but you have that generation up to like 55, 60 that have a lot of, we're not going to call it pull in the world, but they, they have their homes, they, you know, mm-hmm. they survive economically. Like, they are the ones who kind of got the last before all the, the bullshit, you know, the yeah. millennials. and Boomers. Yeah, yeah. Complain, the boomers, if you will. So they but we grew up with facebook Aaron and i did mm-hmm. we've watched it come from you have to have a college email address and my we've had all of that our, our parents and the generation of older than us never used it never yeah. had it they they're in on facebook now like it's the greatest i can keep in touch with all my old high school friends mm-hmm. and because my Hillrod buddies back home say mass of the devil well that's all i keep seeing <laughs> that's what i'm gonna believe and yeah. they could be smart people and good people yeah. and our own friends and family that mm-hmm. believe this stuff because they don't understand that it's just not true. They didn't grow up with the media and yeah. like that we were taught to like identify fake news articles. Mm-hmm. I remember having classes yep. in which they yep. said, look this up. Here's the fake articles. Like we had classes that taught us, excuse me, how to like spot that. Yep. And that, Same. that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And it didn't exist then. Right. Yeah. They didn't have that for that generation because they didn't have the internet. And I mean, you and I, Austin and I, both grew up without the internet. We we grew up without all of this. Dumb, you how we had dumb phones. We didn't have. Yeah. You know, we had AIM. We were know? in high school when t- cell phones became more of a daily thing. Um, I think I got my first cell phone like sophomore year of high school. Yeah, I was 15 years old. When yeah, I had my same. first cell phone. And it was, I was going on a band trip, and my parents wanted me. It was an overnight band trip. My parents wanted me to have a way to, if anything went wrong, I need to get in touch with them. So that's when right. I got my first cell phone. I still have yeah, it. Yeah, that's why I got mine too, because I was in band. And yeah. Fucking birds. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it's just, it's interesting to me to see how media, not media, but. Uh, the internet and all of this technology has really affected generations because Gen X, Gen Z and the younger generation before that, that's all they know. Us millennials, yeah. we kind of got a taste of both. And I've heard that we were like the most nostalgic generation because we got such a taste and then everything just blew up. Then it's like, boom, instant gratification. Like I love, I was we were talking today before we started recording. So I love the fact that um, 
my phone will like predict things and it yeah. will like, it'll show you relevant. I, Cause I understand that that's like, you're being marketed to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a company, it's a machine, it's an algorithm controlling that. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Right. It, a younger, like younger generation, like they don't realize that. But I was like, man, I was trying to look up an image I sent to a buddy in a text and I like pulled contacts and I typed his name and I was like, damn it. I go, that's not how you do that. And I was like, why can't my phone just understand? Predict. Like, you're so freaking smart. I know how to use you so well, but you don't know exactly. You get in my head and understand what I want, dude. Like. Chip brain. Chip, uh, chip brain. Chip brain. brain my, chip my brain, please. Internet. Um, but going back to the vaccine, that's, that's just where it's spread. So it's like my generation knows you go to the doctor, you get vaccines, you get healthy. They make you right. If you have to go to the doctor, no, great. Don't go. It's expensive. It costs money. Right. But there are people in our generations that are anti-vaxxers. There are several people I went to high school with who they have kids now. They are not getting the vaccine for their children. So population control. Let's let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, fuck them. That is the population (laughs) control. Like those are the people that are going to, God, I can't take it. Um, yeah, it just, it makes me angry. It really does because you're protecting yourself, your children, your, everyone around you, those older people, people who have lupus, younger people who cannot get the vaccine. And I don't think people understand that. It's just, and I had a girl actually say, I saw a post, she's an anti-vaxxer. Her son has autism. Because um, she, he got a vaccine. Yep. Yeah. He, he was never the same. After he, got <laughs> he was never the same. Not even kidding. Exactly. She posted this like list of ingredients and one of them, um, I have it actually pulled up here because I couldn't remember. Aluminum sulfate, um, is it's an aluminum salt. That's what sulfate means. Um, and she was like, they're pumping aluminum into our blood. And I said, do you know what aluminum sulfate is? Because do you ever eat like, like whipped cream, manufactured whipped cream or, um, like a snow cone, a lot of ice creams that are white. Um, aluminum sulfate is in those things to make them whiter. So you've been consuming it for years. And you can go to the CDC. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. That's fake news. That's fake news. <laughs> Where did you read this? Fox? Yeah, totally. Oh, I'm sorry. Fox is real news. I'm sorry. Yes. Where did you get the CNN? Fair and balanced. Yeah. CNN, NBC, all yeah. the news channels. Yeah. We just list them all. Um, it's just, it's hilarious to me. I mean, you can go to the CDC's website and get the list of vaccinate or the list of ingredients. But you can also go and see, like, okay, we have these things in here for this. We have this. We have gelatin in there. Gelatin is used to thicken. I don't want jello. I don't want jello in my veins. I don't want you to put <laughs> I'm not going to turn into the Kool-Aid man, Aaron. All right? I'm not doing that. <laughs> it just, it cracks me up, you know, though. And then they'll say, well, here's a list of ingredients from the CDC. Okay, well, here's an explanation. Well, the CDC's lying to us. I'm sorry, what? So they're not lying to us, but they are. It just you're you're being lied to by the government that is is lying isn't lying to you at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Um. So please, please, for anyone listening to this, go get vaccinated when it is finally available. Don't get in like some kind of weird Black Friday fight over it, but please get vaccinated. If you're gonna get into a Black Friday fight, record it, put it on the internet, yes. talk tag about us. how you're being discriminated against. Tag a million and one topics. We'd love to Instagram. hear about it. Yeah, we'd love to see it. Love to see it. Thanks so guys. Thanks so guys. Thanks so guys. Thank you so much for listening. I cannot speak. Um, stay healthy. Stay safe. Any final words? No. Thank you for listening. We're back. Woo! It's been like six months. <laughs> Thanks guys.